Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. I'm a financial advisor in St. Louis, Missouri, with clients in almost 20 different states. So I get to hear a lot about the concerns that people have for their retirement and help them make better choices and better decisions when it comes to their retirement planning, their investments, their tax planning, and everything else. But one of the things that I really enjoy about my profession is teaching people the risks that are ahead, that they don't know are coming, And one of those is the risk of the rising cost of living, which everybody talks about inflation lately. The past month or so, all over the headlines, you've heard inflation is soaring. Inflation is here to stay. And it has everybody kind of panicked. And people are asking themselves, what should we be doing with these inflation concerns that we're hearing about on all the news channels? So we're going to talk about that on today's episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast. What should you be doing to counter this inflation that is here to stay? And what exactly is causing these inflation concerns throughout our country? And Most of all, or most importantly, what does that mean to the average retiree in this country? So we're going to talk about that on today's episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast because a listener named Susan went to my website, which is retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. And at the bottom, Susan clicked, ask Greg a question. And her questions were, Greg, what do we do about all these inflation rumors that we're hearing all over the news? And what's that going to mean to us, our investments and our lifestyle? So Susan, thank you for your question. Thank you for going to the website. And I'll spend a moment, if you haven't visited our website yet, check it out, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. While you're there, you can download my retirement secret sauce. You can download my couple's guide to a dream retirement right there on the website. It's free. And you can submit your question or listen to previous podcast episodes. So check it out, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. Now let's get into today's topic, which is inflation, the cost of living. So when people hear inflation, some people think, well, gosh, that's an economic term that doesn't apply to me. And that is so far from the truth. Inflation is just the rising cost of living, the rising cost of living. So over time, the goods and services that you buy or purchase will cost more. And I tell all of my retired clients, you can virtually count on it that in retirement, every year, everything you buy will cost more. That's just how it works. McDonald's does not reduce its prices of their Happy Meals. They never have. They never will. They will only increase the prices of Happy Meals. The Postal Service, for as long as we can remember, look back 30 years ago, in 1990, the cost of a postage stamp was 25 cents. Today, it's 55 cents. I can bet you next year, the year after, if it doesn't go up, I will be shocked. Look back, 1990, 1991, 30 years ago, the national minimum wage was $3.80. Today, national minimum wage, $7.25. A 1990 base model Ford Mustang was $9,500. Today, 
a base model Ford Mustang is over $26,000. Just look how much the cost of everything we buy goes up. 30 years ago, McDonald's charged a national average of $2.20 for a Big Mac. Today, it's $5.67 per Big Mac as the national average. I was at a convenience store filling up with gas just a week or so ago, and there was a sign outside near the gas pump that said a pack of cigarettes was almost $10. Almost $10 for a pack of cigarettes. You've got to be kidding me. So lately, there has been a lot of news articles and media reports of the rising inflation. Now, inflation is measured a couple different ways, but the most common is the CPI, Consumer Price Index, which in April of 2021, it increased 4.2% from a year earlier. Now, the CPI index basically just measures a basket of goods that a household may purchase or buy, as well as energy and housing costs. So between April 2020 and April 2021, for an average household, their expenses went up 4.2%, which is a lot. And of course, all the economists are saying, oh, well, this was due to the shortage of inventories in X, Y, and Z and the rising cost of gasoline, and all of these different factors, which we'll get into in a minute. But the fact of the matter is, is that for the average household, their expenses went up in just a year's time, 4.2%. That's what this index is saying. Now, what I want to ask everybody is, if you're working, did you get a 4.2% increase in your earnings during that same time? For most people, the answer would be no. And think about all of the retirees out there. I've heard so many retirees say that they live on a fixed income. Maybe they have a General Motors pension that is fixed and pays a monthly amount that is fixed for the rest of their life. That is the most dangerous retirement risk, in my opinion, is trying to bring a fixed income into 30 plus years of retirement where your cost of living are going to double, if not triple. It's just financial suicide on the installment plan. It's death by a million cuts, so to speak. If your living costs are going up, your electric bill is going up, your utilities, your cell phone bill, your grocery bill, your insurance, your health care is all going up every year by 2 to 4%, but your income stays fixed, you can see that's a big, big problem. So the big challenge for retirees is coming up with a retirement income that at least keeps up, if not exceeds, the cost of living. And this current environment that we're in right now, in early 2021, people are finally starting to wake up and see, wow, the cost of living or inflation is really having an impact on my lifestyle. And what I heard a client say recently was, it's becoming so expensive just to live and pay my bills. And it's so true, but it's something that we have to be aware of. It's it's not going to change in the future. Inflation is always going to be there. It's just like blood pressure, right? Now, this environment this year, let's talk about why it's so much higher this year than what we've experienced in the past. So looking at the state of the economy right now, we have record low interest rates. 
the Federal Reserve, as everyone knows, cut interest rates to the floor throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. What does that do? By cutting interest rates that sharply and keeping them low like they have, that's going to result in higher inflation, higher cost of living. And I won't get into the economic reasoning behind that, but many economists will point out and say, hey, low interest rates, if you keep interest rates low like this, there's going to be a result of higher cost of living or higher inflation. On top of that, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, there were a lot of factories and there were a lot of manufacturers that shut down their production because of COVID. Think of the lumber yards and lumber producers that were shut down for weeks, if not months, and they're still in catch-up mode. So it's a supply and demand right now. Lumber prices are through the roof. They're at record highs right now just because they're trying to get caught back up for all those weeks and months that the lumber producers were shut down because of COVID. And the same with cardboard and other products that we produce. Plastics, they're all up. My goodness, I was reading an article that was in Barron's. It was called The World Economy is Suddenly Running Low on Everything. It was written by Brendan Murray, May 16th of 2021. And what he was saying was, across the board, everything from copper to iron to steel, corn, coffee, wheat, soybeans, lumber, plastics, and cardboard. Cardboard packages up virtually every item from a box of new shoes to a box of cereal. And to have low levels of cardboard really restricts packaging on so many different products across the country. But all of these items are in low supply right now and high demand. And so what does that do? That increases the prices on everything. So consumers are going to have to pay more because we don't have the supply. There's a shortage of supply on all those things. In this article, it mentioned an interview with Whirlpool, who is the appliance manufacturer we all are familiar with, the CEO, Mark Bitzer. And he said that supply chain right now is pretty much upside down and that his company, Whirlpool, was producing based on what parts were actually available for their appliances and holding off on producing the items or products where they didn't have the parts available. And not only that, he said that the appliance maker is phasing in price increases gradually as we speak. The article then went on to mention Reynolds Consumer Products. They make the namesake aluminum foil and hefty trash bags that we're all familiar with. They are going through their third round of price increases so far this year in 2021, and we're in May. They stated that prices of plastic, rubber, chemicals, and cardboard has all gone up, and the supplies just isn't there to meet the demand. So a few things are happening here. The price of raw materials that all these companies use to make their products is going up, so it's more expensive to produce the same goods and services. But not only that, a lot of these companies are struggling to be able to hire the people because there's still so many people that are on the sidelines that are collecting unemployment. They don't want to go back to work. So a lot of these companies have insufficient workforces. They have demand that's through the roof 
and their supplies are more expensive than ever. So they have to increase their prices. And so what a lot of these companies are having to do is come up with incentives for new employees, for new hires. It could be sign-on bonuses, enhanced benefits, or higher wages than they were used to paying. So what's that going to do to the consumer that is actually buying the products? Well, they're going to have to pay more. And that's what we're seeing with so many goods and products that are out there is the prices are going up. The demand is so high, they can't get enough. A lot of these companies cannot get enough workforce and the input costs of like the raw materials, shipping cost and freight, those have all gone up as well. So who ends up paying for all that? Well, the end consumer, you and I. This article goes on from Barron's, and it interviewed the vice president of operations from an Atlanta-based Colgate mattress. So they sell foam and mattresses to stores like Target and independent retailers. And so they had mentioned that the prices of polyurethane foam is 50% more expensive than it was pre-COVID. So what they're trying to do to keep their prices from almost doubling is that they're buying double the materials of polyurethane foam as they used to previously. And they're looking actually for warehouse space to store all of these materials because they're trying to keep their prices down for consumers so they don't have to raise their prices 50%. So when you buy your memory foam from Target, it doesn't cost you 50% more. So overall, our economy right now is kind of in catch-up mode, right? The companies that were manufacturers, they're trying to get back up to speed and back to running on all cylinders. The lumber yards, the lumber producers, they're a perfect example. Until they get their supply up to meet the demand, the prices are not going to come back down. The price of a two by four right now or plywood is absolutely ridiculous but it comes down to supply and demand. And I think who's really going to suffer the most is the consumer, because the consumer is the one who's going to pick up the tab for all of this. Their grocery bill is going to go up. Their trip to Home Depot or Lowe's is going to go up. It's going to cost them more money to buy the same amount of products. So while you're working, you need to be in a profession that can at least allow you to keep up or stay ahead of the rising cost of living, whether that's through raises or bonuses or increased salary along the way, maybe through promotions. That's the only way you're going to be able to keep ahead because the cost of living and inflation is here to stay. We talked about all the examples, McDonald's, the post office, your electric bill all seems to go up and up over time. And your earning, your earning ability needs to keep pace with that. Now, what about your retirement savings? That also needs to keep pace with the rising cost of living. And this is probably one of the biggest mistakes that I see people make. They come in and maybe they have bonds or CDs that are paying a half a percent or 1%. They're looking at protecting their principal, the dollar value that they see on their statement or their online statement maybe, because they don't want to see that initial principle that they have. Maybe it's a $10,000 CD. They want to protect the value of that $10,000. 
The problem is, is that that $10,000, the purchasing power of it is buying less and less and less every year. So if the cost of living is going up 3% per year and your $10,000 is earning you 1% per year, yeah, in value, the $10,000 is growing in your CD, but what the $10,000 will actually purchase for you is losing 2% per year. So you're going broke slowly, right? So I think the goal for someone that's retired is to have a retirement income that keeps up with the rising cost of living. Now, the challenge here is that Social Security does not tend to keep up with the rising cost of living. Yes, it does have a cost of living component to it, but we really can't trust, if we're being honest, that it will keep up step-by-step with inflation. And Social Security, according to the Social Security Administration, will only represent 30 to 40% of your living expenses in retirement. So where's the other 60 to 70% of your income, your retirement income gonna come from? It's either gonna come from pensions, maybe a retirement income from a retirement account or accounts that you have, or maybe it's rental income or business income. So rental income is pretty simple. Rental income, to keep up with the rising cost of living, you're going to need to increase your rent that your tenants are paying you. So as your property taxes go up, a lot of renters say, well, that's not gonna affect me. Yes, it will, because the landowner will probably increase your rent because real estate taxes went up. Pensions are a different breed, though. I have a couple of clients that are retired from AT&T, from Boeing, from General Motors. Those pensions are fixed monthly pensions for the rest of your life. They may have a survivor benefit for your spouse, but for your life, they don't have an inflation protection to them, meaning every year your monthly benefit does not increase with the cost of living. So that's a huge disadvantage for the people that have the monthly pension annuity option through their employer. If it's fixed for the next 30 years, your first year of retirement is going to be as good as it gets because that pension, that monthly pension benefit will just buy less and less and less as the years go on. So what I want you to learn from today's episode is that inflation is here to stay in years like this. 2021, after a horrible pandemic that we went through, the cost of living inflation seems to be higher than ever. But inflation's here to stay. It will always kind of be present. And so we need to be able to survive and pay for this continued rising cost of living that's never, ever going to go away. And we have to plan for it. So your investments I always recommend that people have an investment portfolio that meets their needs. And so for a lot of retired folks, that means having an investment portfolio, maybe it's IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, you name it, that produces an income stream that keeps up with the rising cost of living in retirement. Those are the dollars that you work so hard for and sacrifice so much for. You need to have that portfolio that produces an income that keeps you ahead of the game because we know inflation's never going to go away. Things are always going to cost more. Remember, every year, everything you buy will cost more. If in your first year of retirement, a box of Cheerios costs $3 
in your 30th year of retirement, you can bet that a box of Cheerios, given average inflation, is going to cost more than $9 a box. The cost of living or inflation is like blood pressure. We don't really pay attention to it while we're working, but when we're in retirement and we start looking at all the costs of living that keep going up and up and up, you start to figure out, hey, this retired life gets more expensive as the day goes by. So we want to be prepared and we want to be armed with a portfolio that's able to fight off inflation for us. I hope today's episode has been helpful. Check out our website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. If you have questions, you can submit them right there at the bottom of the website. I'd be happy to answer them for you. I'm Greg Gonzalez, and remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. Thank you.